I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. back everybody welcome back to another episode of the value pack uh we are going to be talking about a couple things today gyms uh the mobile market thing and we're also going to talk about more generally speaking just how bdo is going to be in the future because they've been making a lot of interesting decisions over the past like year year and a half two years maybe um in terms of like where they're developing things so, uh, this heads up right out the gate. This is probably going to be a shorter podcast. We're recording this a little bit later than usual, and as such, I don't have a lot of time. And I don't know, Frosty, do you guys know Dwar on Sundays? Not when we own castles, dude. Oh, hello, dumb me. I forgot you guys owned a castle, goddammit. But generally, so, yes. I don't have a lot of time. Frosty has all the time in the world because he's just grinding history right now, making tons of money. Um... <laughs> So, getting right into the comments, uh, you didn't put up a Reddit post last time, did you, Frosty? I did not, no. Okay. I couldn't remember if you did or, or if you told me you were going to or not. Uh, Austin Lasseter, uh, I think the true solution to karma bombing and toxicity over grind spots is to simply incentive, incentive, I think he means incentivize, uh, party play more everywhere. Imagine you and four buddies grinding a spot, any spot, and one guy flags and kills you all twice. In this situation, I believe that dude has a right to the channel hands down, buff party play, and you get less of the usual toxicity and more PvP, because now it's not a 1v1 text battle, it could much more easily turn into small slash large scale battles very quickly, that I also believe would be much more fair for each side to either leave or stay empowered in their choice to stay and fight. I also love that there is a guarantee segment of 1v1s at the end, more scheduled segments, please. Can I suggest breaking down play-by-play -play of your favorite BSL from this week? Uh, maybe next week, because next week we got a really, we got a really fun guest on. Um, thoughts on everything else, Rossi? Anything? Um, look, I I love the idea of of his suggestion. The issue is we have Miramok and Gaifen that exist, and there's no place with more PVP than those two places. <laughs> No place so, with more griefing. Yeah, more two, griefing. Especially more trees. Yeah, that's crazy. So I, gotten, I don't think that that would deter it. It's gotten so bad in EU, apparently. There's actually just, like, memes of this guild called Sword Art Online from EU that is apparently just filled to the brim with griefers uh, in Miramok. Uh, Harryboy3000, who recently joined the Discord. Shout out, brother. Uh, absolutely love this podcast. You should do this with every class, skilled people in their own class, and their view on the game and overall knowledge. Laven was an excellent guest. Keep up the good work. Yeah, w um, so as time goes on, we can't just, like, burn through all the classes because then we run out of content. Uh, but as time goes on, we'll, we'll touch on basically every single class. And then if we stretch it out long enough, in my head this is how it works. If we stretch out the conversation about classes long enough, then eventually once we finish all the classes... The classes that we touched on, like, towards the beginning will be different, hopefully, at least in some ways. And so then we can kind of, like, start over, in a way, if that makes sense. 
I hope yeah. that makes sense. And BDO2 will be out by then, so we get to start over anyway. <laughs> um, Quentin432 says, Hey, just came back to BDO after a long hiatus, about 18 months. Uh, so sorry to hear that. Uh, really enjoy listening to the podcast while at work. Thanks for taking the time and effort to do this. Takes a lot of time, not a lot of effort. Don't stress, brother. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the appreciation. Agreed. Sphero. Sorry, you gonna say something? No, just agreed. Yeah, agreed. Appreciate it. Sphero commented. He said, always a good listen. Keep these coming. Thanks, Sphero. He said, also, if you ever want to bring on a guest who plays Warrior, let me know. I'm available. Good content across the board. I'd love to bring some conversation to the Warrior discussion part of this podcast. Uh, sure. I was yeah. already in contact with somebody else for Warrior, but I suppose we could do... Maybe we could have you both on at the same time. That would be interesting. Mm, I, I, I kind of like the idea of not having any Warriors on and just bashing Warrior every week again. <laughs> Last week was good. Maybe we'll have Sphero and Laven on at the same time, and then the the end 1v1s will be Sphero versus Laven. Yeah, and I'll leave comms on so we can hear Laven complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, that'd Carbon, be cool. We, I, Car- of course, would love to have a good warrior on, for sure. Yeah. Um, Carbon zero zero Ace one says, Perfect timing on the Zerk talk with Frosty whooping that Zerker's butt after Cuba. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that, Frosty. Did you go back and watch the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, when he pointed it out, I went and looked, <clears> and, like, he actually... Sh- I didn't whoop his butt. He would have won, but there's a step. There was a little ledge, so his Q-buff, like, three shots just weren't hitting me. So I was able to get up and end up winning, but yeah, I should have actually died there. <laughs> he got the same thing that happened with you and Hole in that tournament. It happened to yeah. this warrior on the stupid crescent shrine steps. Or Zerker. Also, that dude was really bad. I don't know what Zerker that was, but he was not super good. He didn't need uh. to be good. He had a wizard friend helping him. <laughs> uh, good and Junk says, 70, 279 AP Vertex Ranger looking to join. I want Rizlar to whisper sweet nothings in my ear. Really? Because I'm pretty sure you're Gooden from uh, Blade and Arrow and not a 279 AP Vertex Ranger. <laughs> so that's awkward. <laughs> oh, dang, exposed. Love you, Gooden. Uh, Jeff M. says, This one was super entertaining. Great guest. He did not bring out the meat scepter today, Frosty. Yeah, well, no, he would not for Laven, dude. Of course not. He's got too he's much respect gonna, he's, for <laughs> he's not going to embarrass you like that in front of Laven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clash of Ideas says, Amazing Weekly prod- Podcast. I can't speak. Good lord. Would greatly appreciate warrior being discussed in the foreseeable future. In the case, in the case an opportunity arises where a capable representative of the class presents himself, do not hesitate bringing the person on. Well, Sphero is a very capable representative of the class, and we will probably try and hook something up with him. But like I said, I already had another person in mind to talk about warrior, so we'll we'll see how that pans out. But I would definitely love to have Sphero on. Um, if we gotta talk about Warrior twice, then we'll talk about Warrior twice. Pe- different people have different opinions on things. You know what's funny uh, is, I've known Sphero now for like seven months, and I, I PM him back and forth, like, kind of regularly, or like, you know, just to catch up. I've just realized I've never heard him speak. I have no idea what he sounds like. I've never talked to him. Yeah, me neither, actually. he's He was always mute. When he was in the guild with us, he was always muted. He never talked, and I don't think he, in all the videos I've watched of his, of his montages, there's no, there's no talking in those. 
Mm-mm. So I don't know what he sounds like either, actually. Um, Luke John says the timing of the Zerk Q buff knocked down, knock, 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 KDing you. I was trying to say knocking down, knock downing, I, whatever, KDing you. While you were speaking about it, was impeccable at 127.27. Yeah, it was pretty good time. Completely by. Mm-hmm. That's why the video was late. Rezar had to find that, find it up. Dude, that that was the most frustrating thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> Trying to figure out why the encoding was taking so long. And I was yeah. like, I just don't get it. And then I realized it's because my default settings were to match the source video. And the source video was your footage. So it was basically rendering it at your, like, super high-quality footage and was saying, like, oh, yeah, we'll be done with this in, uh, ten hours. <laughs> I was like, what? Right. Just changing the resolution fixed it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I changed it back to the resolution that I normally do, which is 720, uh, 720p. And, um, it did fix it, but then... So it did the normal, like, two hours, which I was like, okay, that's normal. It normally takes about two hours, two to three hours, depending on length of the the video. And then at the very end of it, I literally, like, woke up, and then I was like, okay, it's almost done. So as soon as it's done, I can, uh, like, start uploading it to YouTube. And I went to the bathroom, and then when I came out the bathroom, like, ten minutes later, it was, like, error. Like, literally in, like, the last, like, minute. And apparently something about the tech, one of the text files that I had used, or not text files, but like one of the texts that I had put at the end of the video, that I put at the end of every single video, apparently one of them was just randomly like, you know what, I don't really feel like being encoded today. And so with literally like 20 seconds left in the video, it just, it aired and canceled the entire thing. So then I had to go back in to adobe take out all the text files because it didn't even specify which one it was it just said one of them was messed up and then i just made one single text file instead of how i normally do different ones that say different things i just did one and i was like this way if it messes up i know it's just not doing text today for some reason so whatever i don't care but yeah, that was really frustrating. I'm I'm actually pretty confident I know why it did that now in hindsight, but I won't bore you with the details. Thank you. That's my rant. Um The Shepherd one one two says, just wanted to say that the song All the Things I'm Not is my favorite from your band Frosty. I checked you guys out due to the podcast and really enjoy your music. Also, Archer versus Ranger Discussion win. Keep up the fantastic videos, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. The band, for those um, who don't know, in the beginning and at the end, are, uh, I actually played drums in that band. So um, The band's called mm-hmm. Hello Stranger. I, think, I forget the website, hellostrangerband.com or music or something. But yeah, you can Google us. We're on Spotify and all that. Yeah, it's really cool it's music. It's also thank all you. down in the description. So Yeah, we're basically a Breaking Benjamin cover band. I don't think you are, but okay. Um... <laughs> Chris Klontz says, really enjoy the podcast. Thanks. Just a little note I didn't notice at first. Always when Reslar talks, you can then hear his background noise kind of loud. Maybe you have to switch some of the settings around a bit so that it doesn't pick it up. Maybe without a push to start. I think he means push to talk. I'm not sure. And just make the noise barrier a bit higher. Uh, Yeah, that's because I got two fans going in my room. 
Um, so it's just kind of like always going to be like that because there's nothing that I can actually do to make it not be like that as far as I'm aware. So, sorry about that. It shouldn't be that bad, though. Yeah, it shouldn't be to the no point where it's are, like unbearable. Are, are you unable to turn the fans off? I can if you want me to literally sweat like a sauna. <laughs> I don't. Because well, maybe, maybe we can. Uh, maybe we'll start doing because I know like it'd probably be easier for you anyway if we start really early on Sunday. Maybe it's not as hot if it's like eight a.m. my time, ten a.m. your time, or is it already too late? Uh probably already too late. The issue is my PC. My PC like pumps out so much heat, and mm-hmm. I don't have an efficient like cooling thing in there. It's, like, very bare bones, very basic. It pumps out so much heat, and my room is literally the farthest away from the AC unit in my house as you can possibly get. So the AC is very weak. So if I don't have these fans running to, like, just be constantly blowing, literally 24-7 they blow, um, then it gets ridiculously hot in here because of my PC. Right. So, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it, but as far as I'm aware... I don't think there's anything that I can really do about that. Um, I could turn them off, but I, I, sorry, I can only suffer so much for this podcast, and editing has already given me enough headaches. I'm not gonna also sit here in a hundred degree room talking about BDO. Um, yeah, now I have to buy Resdar a laptop so we can do the podcast in the living room. <laughs> um, Lost Soul says Ninja Number One at Laven go stream. And it says, also, uh, what good ninja uses block jump to grab? Uh, all of them? Yeah. Like, was that, was that, was that supposed to be, that supposed to be a joke? Was he supposed to be, like... Is Lost Soul still in, uh, Versatile? I think so. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 I don't... Flex things, I don't pay attention I'm, to. I'm trying to think, like, I, I think if, um... I don't know. With with ninjas, I feel like when the block jump happens, if the ninja recognizes that a stiffen was successful, they'll use shadow stomp. But otherwise, they generally grab. Even good yeah. ones do. I know so, a lot. I'm. This is not the first time I've heard this. I've heard other good ninjas say like, "Oh, grabbing after is a death sentence because it's not protected, and if you miss, you're stuck there for a second. But even the good ones still do it constantly. So. Yeah, um, this one's this one's a whale of a time, Frosty. So just go ahead and get ready for this. Yeah. Uh, the Spoon Elite says thank you for another great episode. I normally hate to grind, but a combination of getting a little RNG carried with my enhancements and discovering this podcast has made it much more bearable. I'm a level sixty Mystic returning player. The real pain for me comes from lack of skill points. I'm looking forward to being able to play around with all my skills. I don't really understand why Awakening, at least for Mystic, is so expensive. It's around 1,000 SP on its own, meaning you have to use your Awakening almost exclusively from 56 to 60. I find this gets tedious. If I'm, uh, if I'm playing for that many hours, I would at least like to be given the tools to experiment. What are your thoughts? Also, what are your thoughts on skills with very high multipliers, but they basically never get used like Mystic's Absolute Fist Fury? Do you think these skills just don't have a place? Should all skills be buffed to be viable, or do you think people might just not have found a use for them going back to the example? 
I could see it being useful if someone was already on the ground and perhaps you could cancel the dash backwards to make a quicker animation. Right now I can imagine the forward guard is useless. It is just the case, uh, is it just the case that it's more practical to use other skills? P.S. Please keep up the good work. You guys have a great dynamic and having guests really keeps things fresh. P.P.S. Looking forward to Reslar butchering my name. Thanks in advance for the shout out. I think, uh, it literally, it just, it's the Spoon Elite. It's all elite. <laughs> it's not, uh, could, Unless you're going to tell me that it's like French or something. I was supposed it's, to say, it's, the Spoon Elite. It's, it's Spoon Elliot. Spoon Elliot? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh god, it might be. I don't know. Um, wait, what was the skill at the end about forward guard? No, I think he was still talking about Mystic's Absolute Fist Fury. Oh, okay. He's saying that the, the forward guard is uh, useless. Nice. I don't know that skill, so that's all you, Frosting. I don't know yeah, what that skill is. Well, the thing is with that skill, is like, it's not really a high multiplier. It's like a thousand times one on one good hit and a thousand times two on like the second hit or whatever. Let me double check it. Um, yeah, and it hits three times. But the the problem with that skill is that it moves you backwards and then it doesn't move you forward enough always to get back to where you are. So it's like, and the time it takes is, it's just a bad skill. Poorly designed in general. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, they. I would love for them to go through, I've said this a few times, go through and retouch all the skills that aren't used for every class. Like, I, I don't even think it's that difficult. I remember um, in, when I was playing Diablo 3 a lot, they used to, um, Blizzard would have like these stats that they would release where like, oh, this is the least used skill. So we're going through and, and seeing if there's something we could do about it in the game. So that I really think they should do the same thing here too, because there's a lot of skills, not just pre awakening, but awakening too, that no one uses ever that could be changed. Even if they're only used situationally would be cool, but there's some that are just completely useless. Uh, one of the good example rows that I, I actually heard some berserkers complaining about recently is the uh Rabam or the Rabam whatever uh Zerker spin. Like it doesn't do any damage. <laughs> like it's worse than the absolute spin, but it's like kind of the same thing, no? Like why um, I don't know. It's just, like skills like that that are just kind of forgotten about need to well, be Well see to me that's a PvE skill though. Like Well the absolute one does do damage in PvE, but isn't the Rabam one actually pretty crap in PvE too? No, no, it's really good. I mean, technically speaking, you're still better off just like slamming your axes or whatever. Uh, but if you're just like lazing around like I do literally 24-7 when you're grinding, then it's fucking amazing. I use it off cooldown because you just press one button and then you get to just like shred all the mobs around you. Um, so, so you'll use the Rabam one instead of the Absolute Spin? Yeah, I don't use. I don't even have absolute spin. I just have it to the point where I could take the rebomb skill, um, because the absolute spin, I think it does do more damage in both PVE and PVP than the rebomb one. Mm. But uh, the main thing that annoys me about it is you can't control it. Uh, well, you can't control it as well. Rather, it always moves you forward, and you can only barely turn left and right, so it makes you go in a big ass circle. With the Rebomb Spin, you can A, just sit in place if you want to. So you literally just sit in one spot and just like grind everything in that area. And uh, you can also move perfectly. Forward, backward, left, right, whatever direction you want to go. It gives you complete movement, uh, control over your movement. 
So it's just a little bit better in that regard, even if it's worse than in the actual uh, damage department. But uh, yeah, I mean, if they wanted to make it better in PvP, like, or actually useful in PvP rather, that would be nice too. Um, I'm not sure how they would do that, considering that it also has a CC. I guess take off the CC and give it, like, forward guard, because super armor might be a little too ridiculous if you also gave it really good damage. But, yeah, I, I see what they're talking about. I just don't agree that it's useless. I think it's, if you're lazing around in your grind, then it's a really fantastic ability to have. <laughs> gotcha. It, and also, when you use it to BM people in PvP, it's really funny when you get a kill with it. I'll pass that along, that they're idiots, and they should be using the Raban one, not the Absolute. <laughs> <laughs> I think, if I remember correctly, let me check. I haven't the, actually checked in a while. So, but... here's the one thing. I, I mean, I don't know what the damage is, because I, obviously I don't play the class, but I do know that Zerkers that grind history actually use the Absolute one for clear speed, and they do, oh, yeah. not, they do not use the Raban one. Yeah, so it does, like, way more damage. Um, you're right. looking at the multiplier being... And I believe they last for the same amount of time, if I remember correctly. Because it's just until your stamina runs out. Right. Um, and uh, so the Absolute Raging Thunder is 795 uh, times 1. And the Feral Rage, which is the Rabom one, is 420. Uh, well, actually, it's 420 times 7. I... And it doesn't specify, I'm not sure, they they need to be better at specifying this, because on the Raging Thunder it tells you times 1 max 81 hits, and then on here it says 420 times 7, but it doesn't tell you max hits. I don't know. He'd be, he, he, so, he'd be the judge. Do you think they should uh, retouch skills that no one uses kind of thing, or just move on to new skills? I don't know. Like I, Yeah, kind of curious. Yeah, um, I've always said, like, I, I find it kind of annoying that most, if not every class, has, like, the combo, you know, that they all use in, like, PvP, or maybe it's, like, two or three combos. Like, there should be, like, if I'm fighting another Zerker, like, there should be, we should be using entirely different combos that we crafted ourselves. Not, like, the same three combos that we learned by watching a really good, like, Twitch streamer or something. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, make it more varied, and you can only do that if all the abilities are useful and, like, good in, in PvP situations. So, yeah, I definitely think, like, if they could, they should make every, or try to make every ability uh, useful. Also look nicer. Some of the pre-awakened skills are just outdated. They need to be updated so they have nicer animations. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for the uh, that's it for the comments. Cool. Now on to uh, uh, should I call it this still? No, I want to go over a couple tiny things really quick. Yeah, this is gonna we gotta take go less... over Frosty's list of little things. Yeah, little things. Here, it'll take less than ten seconds. Elephants and camels are faster. In specific scenarios, those who use either will notice. That shit's kind of cool. Um, we're getting, hopefully we get it in the next patch. Korea got it this week. The combat view mode and the exploration view mode. Did you see those? No. 
So you can go to Edit UI and choose Combat View, and it'll only show you your skill cooldowns and HP bar. So you don't oh, have to. We don't have. We don't have it yet. We don't have it yet. Korea has it. So okay. it was in Global Labs, I think, the week before or something. But Korea got it this week, and hopefully we get it next week. And then the um, exploration mode is something that's more geared towards life skilling. The UI, I, I don't know. Shows your energy, I guess, and nothing else. <laughs> Maybe. I, I really don't know. I probably would never use that one. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I've been wanting that for a while. They demoed that in like June. I seriously think June 2017. That view got demoed. It was like before we got Kama. Anyway, so that happened. And then... um. Uh oh, they put all the they put all the rewards for stuff like RBF and Savage Rift and all that crap into that safe. The Black Spirit safe now that's at the bottom right of your screen. And yeah. that shit's freaking awesome, dude. I love yeah, that, that so much. That's that's way better than what it was previously, honestly. Yeah, for the login rewards too, especially if you AFK fish, either you don't get it or you forget it's there and it's like days you have to wait. Um, and if the login thing changes, I don't even know if you get it, if you missed like a day or two. So it's kind of nice that it goes in there. Plus, it just takes up your slots if you are fishing or something. So, yeah. Yeah, and also there was like, which I actually don't remember the last time they've done this. Maybe I'm just forgetting. Mm-hmm. But like in previous like attendance rewards where they would do character bound items and then it would go on my AFK Fisher. And I'm like, great. How useful! Oh, the character yeah. that I only fish on now has this character-bound specific item. Yeah, combat EXP on my fisher. Nice, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of cool quality of life. I actually kind of wish they would put the guild daily pay in there also. And even guild payouts. Just have it all in one place. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, but that's all. Just wanted to talk about those little tiny things. We haven't been getting like. Oh, I'm surprised it wasn't on your list. Did you not hear? They're buffing RBF rewards, dude. Oh yeah, and they're buffing RBF rewards. Six. I mil- mean, they're still not good, but they're better. <laughs> well, they're good enough. I think they're good mm... enough. All right. So in just raw silver, not counting the red things, if you if your group is winning a lot, you're looking at 18 mil an hour. And if you're losing, it's 12 mil an hour. Plus the RBF crystals. And there's like, what, eight new RBF crystals? And I, who knows if any of them are actually any good. I was like looking at them and I just don't know what the value of human damage is. Obviously, you need like tests. But RBF crystals sell for like 20 mil or whatever, 30 mil right now. So. Yeah, Shadow Rain rewards were still like four times as good. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely better for sure. But it's better than what it is now, so whatever, I'll take it. Maybe, maybe they plan on releasing the Dragon Box like we were talking about, Frosty, just for RBF rewards. The Dragon Box. Yeah, or the Dragon Blessing. That's what it was. Remember, we were talking about what what they can do to buff uh, RBF rewards to be like uh, Shadow Arena. We were messing around, like, what if you get a special box by having a buff? And, uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, the drink. Okay, we, okay. We talked about it can't be camo buff because they're already selling it because of Shadow Arena. Right, But yeah. now I guess they're not, so maybe they will do camo blessing. Shadow yeah. Arena's gone. We need to sell more blessings somehow. Yeah. Make it a part of uh, 
Actually, we we might be giving them a really bad idea. Let's stop this right now. <laughs> God. Someone yeah. someone in my guild just got pen lever gloves and they already That's... are 340 dp or something. So, ugh. Nice. <laughs> are they evasion based like entirely? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I think they have muskins and Orkinrad and stuff. Jesus. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Good luck trialing against that dude. He's a witch too. I've seen him like trialing people already, and it's like, oh no. Oh man. Anyway, um, let's see. Moving on here. Oh, yeah, crystals. Cool list. Oh yeah, crystals. I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, we've had some people talking about their crystal setups and asking us to talk about crystals and what we think of crystals and our crystal setups and so i guess the easiest thing to do here is talk about uh starting off what is your crystal setup because i know there's a lot of hubbub lately going around about the uh special attack evasion mm -hmm. which has been in the game for a long time but i think garmoth's heart brought attention to it again yeah, because it's it gives if you have both the special attack evasion and the Garmoth, it becomes a little ridiculous apparently. Right, and so if I'm to understand the mechanic correctly, you have if you have special attack evasion ten percent, you have a ten percent chance that when a skill hits you, when it would normally crit, back attack, down attack, or air attack, it in it instead will just do normal non boosted damage. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I believe that's what everyone thinks it is. That's at least what I've heard. So it's kind of interesting. Anyway, so you told me you're running two of those. What else are you running in your in your setup? That's in your chest, right? Yeah, I'm running a pretty... I feel like it's pretty standard setup. Where the... What do I... View of Crystals, here we go. So I got BMC Precisions. I got Awakened Spirit Crystals. Some people still do the crits, and that's fine. I feel I remember seeing that thing a while back on Reddit that if you want just as much raw damage as possible, then you should go with two crits. But speaking value-wise, Voltaras are still the best bang for your buck, apparently. Like in terms of like what can go in that slot, you get the most by having Voltaras. Um, I use Awakens just because I they're the same as Voltaras minus the Kama damage or whatever, and I just can't be fucked to swap it out with Voltaras. And I like the health because I'm a Zerker. Uh, Hooms in the helmet. Uh, Infinity Evasions in the armor. Gen Vipers in the gloves because everybody needs those. Hooms in the boots. And then I got a uh, Valor Crystal in my costume. Which gives me that plus one critical hit. Um, what, you have Valor in what? My costume. Oh, okay. Got it. Um... So I actually just changed my crystal setup yesterday. <clears throat> I was doing some weird shit that wasn't working for me at all. <laughs> so I had like, uh, so I had Jin Harfs, Jin Harfia crystals in my helm, which is the 20 evasion per gym. And then I put the hooms in the chest and then two hooms in the boots and I was running muskins and I have working rad, but my DP and my evasion was just too low for it to really matter still. So I just kind of took everything out, started over, and switched back to Aragon boots. So now I'm just doing, I'm doing the standard setup, like two hooms in the helm, two in the boots. Um, I'm using two Jin Kobe's in my armor, two Jin Vipers, and I actually, 
I'm trying for the first time ever to awaken spirit crystals just to see if the survivability is any different. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I usually use two crit crystals. At, at my AP, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure it does help, but I kill so fast at history, I kind of don't, I don't care that much anymore. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I'm surprised you're not running the special attack evasion. That's like, that's the meta right now. That's what, like, everybody has to run right now. Yeah, so, I have I was talking with Zethian about it on stream, and mm -hmm. he was just like, yeah, this is just, like, what everybody has to run right now. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to test it myself, and I have a couple questions on it. One, I kind of hate relying on RNG in general, because then it's like you expect one thing, and then let's say you feel tanky when one guy combos you, so you're in BSL, you know, it's for all the marbles. And then the next moment, you lay up a little bit, and you try something a little risky, because you know you can survive one combo, but then the special attack evasion doesn't proc. And you die. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So it's, I hate relying on RNG, but I do want to test them, but I think I'm going to wait until I get a Garmos heart. I still don't have one. And, Same. Um, I also am curious if, like, if you hit that last bracket, obviously this is a long ways off for myself and a lot of people listening to this, but if you hit that bracket where you get 20% DR, I then I start to wonder if the 10 damage reduction from the crystals that's being boosted by 20% DR becomes more effective with 200 HP, you know, from the Jin Kobe's. Yeah. And Zethian would be the perfect person to test that out with his gear. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see something, like, really, really, really definitive. Um, I don't know. So, we do have those other crystals that are coming that'll make my decision in the offhand even more difficult. The Black Star crystals or whatever that are also crit. It's basically 12% crit. If you have, sorry, if you have two of them, it'll be 22% crit total. And then four damage reduction. Which is nice. Uh, but outside of that, I don't know yet. Crystals are, for the most part, pretty cookie-cutter. I, I know a lot of wizards and witches actually use two whom crystals in their... Or not wizards, maybe, but witches. The classes that don't have a grab will use whom crystals in their main hand to free up slots. What? Yeah, Why so... Why would you not use BMC Precision? Well, if you're a witch, you're not grabbing, right? So you don't really care, and in Node War, it's like... <laughs> you still have CCs. Yeah, but... Yeah. I don't know. Freeze up slots. Survivability is sometimes more important, so you get that PA and those heals off. Uh, yeah. You know? I don't know. Uh, precisions are like... I mean, I use precisions, but... I don't know. I don't know how much they're helping. All my grabs get resisted anyway. <laughs> to be honest. Like, more of my grabs are resisted than not resisted, so... I'm, I'm not in love with precisions personally yeah i don't know it's it's one of those things where i use it just because like it's meta but uh yeah i really don't like rng systems i, I really hate that it was already bad enough when it was gear just like gear was decided by rng and now combat is too ever since they made the combat changes it's like why 
it was already hard enough like if people were luckier than you then they got more gear and it was like you couldn't really do much about it right and now it's like i don't know really um, don't like the cc changes i know that was like forever ago but i i still hate them to this day right you gotta let it go man. no never it, <laughs> I I don't mind this. I I hate the resist change though. I mean, I've said it a million times. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I really really hate it. The CC thing drives me nuts. Um All right, so if you could make a new crystal right now, something that's actually like balanced, something fresh, what would it be? Uh I don't know. Maybe like a uh Maybe like a uh a crystal that gave I don't know. Are there any crystals that have health and DR? Well, the Kobe crystals for armor. Those give health? Yeah, yeah, they give that um, so the Jin Kobe's are five damage reduction and 100 HP, and then the Bon are three damage reduction and 150 HP. Oh, you're talking about okay, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, chest. Yeah. Or were you asking specifically for like the offhand? No, I was just thinking more generally because I I legitimately couldn't think of any. But you're right, yeah, those two. I don't know. I I I feel like I don't have a lot of complaints with the crystals as they currently are, honestly. Um. Yeah. More variety would be nice, but there's no specific crystal where I'm like, man, why isn't this in the game yet? Yeah. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I want a crystal slot in every accessory. A crystal <laughs> slot in every accessory? Yeah, dude. No, I, it's a little, a little <laughs> it might be a little much. I don't know. No, I, I, I can't really think of anything. The stats in this game are very, like bare bones you know it's like ap hp dr innovation there's not really much else I yeah know, i don't know what you could add i mean i've always thought it'd be kind of cool to have some specialized stuff i don't know either on accessories or crystals would be cool where maybe um you can have a bond kobe and then you can infuse it with like some a sork ability so your bond kobe now sorks turn back slash does five percent more damage also that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, or like, and uh, maybe you have awakened spirit crystal that's infused with warrior or something. So when warrior blocks, they get forty dr instead of thirty. Stuff like that would be kind of interesting. Like little tiny buffs to skills. And yeah. if if it wasn't all the same, like every sort kind of ran different ones depending on their taste, would be really cool. Right. Just like make it more like. Variety, I get you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think that about that about does that. Uh, I want to talk about the central market, but I really I haven't <laughs> I haven't used it too much. The mobile central market. I just wanted to kind of say that it's there, and it's a mobile web page right now, not an actual application. Um, yeah, which is kind of strange. They should turn it into an app. Yeah, it looks that like would make an way app. more sense. It's not. It's a little web app. That's all right. It's pretty cool. Like what you can do with it is pretty nice. I guess save the homepage. It's basically just go to m.blackdesertonline.com, 
and then click on Central Market. And if you're on your phone, like it just looks, it looks kind of like an app within your browser. Um, it's cool though. I mean, you know, it's kind of nice that you can use it on your phone. I don't know exactly how much you can do with it, but at the very least, you can check your statuses and look at prices and stuff and see what's on the market right now and, yeah, run to your computer. Leave your job early to get those Penn Ergon boots when they go up, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it's kind of cool. Hopefully they have an actual app that's nicely packaged soon because the mobile, at least for me, um, the mobile web page is like a little bit slow. Like the yeah. frame rate, it's choppy. Yeah, all I got to say is uh, they better turn this thing into the most amazing thing ever for the entire marketplace being broken for a whole fucking day. Where's our compensation for that, huh? Where's our Where's our one Blackstone God. as payment for the marketplace being down? That was life-ruining, huh? Yeah, couldn't huh. do anything. Yo, actually, though, some people actually did, like, lose silver. Like, someone in Guild was saying, uh, I just put, like, 40 silver into the marketplace and it just disappeared. It's not there anymore. Four, 40 <laughs> silver? No, 40 million. Oh, 40 million. I was like, really? Yeah, um, he was like, I just put 40 million silver in here to buy something, and then it's not here anymore. What the hell's going on? And you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't use it right now. It's a little messed up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw when it was messed up, but I wasn't really trying to use it during that time, so I don't know. It's just like it. nothing was working. It was really strange. Yeah. For me, I think it wouldn't even let me open it, so I couldn't even see. It just kept saying not available at this time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. So you want to talk about future BDO stuff? Yeah, because I, 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 I think it's kind of interesting what they've been doing. So obviously, first they had... I think first was BDO Mobile, right? That was like the first like kind of weird thing that they did that wasn't just normal development for the actual game. Was they announced they were going to do BDO Mobile. And I think everyone kind of collectively went, "But why?" And I I think I think that question's still being asked. I don't know if we've ever found the answer to it. Oh, we have the um, answer. We have a very definitive oh. answer. Now. What what is it? In their earnings call, it's 30% of their revenue. Wow, really? Yeah, the mobile version accounts for 30% of their total revenue. In the and then BDO the other 70 is IP. NA Wales like you? <laughs> the other 70 is reroll coupons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't talk about that in your in your list of tiny things. Yeah, well, that's not a tiny thing. That's a big thing. Like the combat oh, okay. and skills. So, yeah, we'll touch on it. It's all right if we don't get to it. But, okay. Um, yeah, yeah so, so I think BDO Mobile came first, and apparently that's making them bank. Uh, is that I, I, I would love to see a graphic of where that app is being used, because I can almost guarantee it's, like, a lot of China. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it's released. I do kind of want it, but have you, have you played mobile games like that where it, like, kind of auto-fights for you, those ones? No, is that what it does? Yeah, it's like, it, there's a bunch of them, like Star Wars has one. Like, you can do the combat yourself, and you're way more efficient that way, but you can set your character to, like, grind, and it'll, like, auto-go through and fight mobs, like, just very basic attacks and stuff, and get you EXP, really? EXP while you're not playing. Yeah. Um, huh. 
So I'm, you can leave your phone AFK. <laughs> you can leave your phone AFK, exactly. Yes, you can leave your phone. I think it actually, like, I don't think you even need to leave the app open, but I could be mistaken. I, I haven't tried it, but on some games, you don't even have to have the app open when you do it. You can, like, start the fighting and then close the app, and when you open it up, your character leveled, like, one time or something. Anyway, uh, yeah. The mobile game looks fun to me. Do you wanna? Are you excited about it or not really? Not really. Not. I I personally have never really been that interested in mobile games. The only mobile game I've played like a lot of is like probably at least in recent years. Like back when I was in like middle school and high school, I played a lot. That was because I played during class. Uh, in recent years, the only mobile game I've put like a significant amount of time into is a uh, Fate Grand Order, but that's because I'm a fucking weeb. So. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's literally a game where you, like, collect waifus. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually have... My my phone is really embarrassing for mobile games right now, too. The only game I have is a game called Gorillas. <laughs> where, yeah, it just reminded me of my childhood, because we had it on my PC when I was growing up. Like, it wasn't my computer, it was my dad's when I was, like, a little, little kid. But it's called Gorillas. You set, like, the height. It's kind of like worms. You set the height and the power, and a gorilla on one side of the screen will throw a banana to the other side, and you're trying to hit the other gorilla. (laughs) Dude, the graphics are really, really, like, old, like, MS-DOS graphics. So the gorillas kind of look like just fat white dudes. It's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I don't know why I have it, but very, very rarely when I don't have service on my phone and I'm, like, at work, and trying to kill time, I'll I'll play gorillas. Oh, see, my go-to when I have like no service and I'm trying to kill time, I hate when people spawn and then they just sit there in fucking RBF. Um, yeah. My go-to thing is solitaire. Whenever I have no connection. really, yeah, I, I, can, I, uh, I like playing solitaire. I hate that game. Solitaire, you're like a grandma. Yeah, well, I. My entire family is, like, very avid card players. Card. So, yeah, card we play player. lots of card games. So, we got and, BDO Mobile, and then we have yeah, and then, BDO Xbox. Yeah, BDO Xbox, which was, like, first of all, why isn't an Xbox, Xbox exclusive? That's kind of a weird thing to have, but okay. Um... Oh, this is that DP meme. Screw this guy. Um. So yeah, then there's BDO Xbox, and it was like, okay, interesting decision there. Uh, give me one second. So and then after that, it was oh, we're gonna make a uh battle royale because battle royales are like super popular right now, and it, it's just interesting because here's here's questions that I want like kind of everyone to ask themselves. I actually got a kill. That's hilarious. Um, do they believe? Because here's my here's my concern, and I would actually like to know if like there's been some research done into this because it would be interesting. My main concern is that all of this different avenues that they're like, uh, putting like effort into, like going into those directions, like video mobile, video Xbox, and then making 
uh, a new game mode, which, granted, that's not the same as the first two, but it still is, like, a separate thing that wasn't the main game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, does those things take away from, like, the main game, you know? Like, that's my main concern, is that are we being screwed in one way or another whenever they put resources into not the main game? Does that make sense? Yep. Because yeah. first of all, like first and foremost, I, I I know that you love to white knight for this game, but this game is not perfect, and even you can even you recognize that this game is not perfect. I don't know. So how. and I, don't know I would argue, you, I don't know how you could say that, but go on. Uh okay. And I personally believe it's like it's in an okay state, in my honest opinion, and this is probably where we disagree. I don't think it's as good as it used to be, but I digress. Um, so my question is, is, like, when there's so much work to do on this base game, like, why are they spending so much time in these other avenues? I mean, obviously money, but, like, that's, that's my main concern, and so, I don't know. It's just something that I wanted to bring up and see if we could talk about what other things are they gonna do, like, in the future. Well, Circus Q-buffing my entire team. So a couple things. One, I definitely disagree on the state of it. I do think it's actually better than it's been, but... There's still things I would love changed or fixed. Um, and yes, they definitely lose resources. Because one of the things they said with the Shadow Arena thing, and I guess like they didn't have to admit this, but when they said they were closing it down, they said that they were going to allocate resources more towards the base game. That that was taking up so much resources trying to balance and make Shadow Arena work. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Xbox is the same because I know they have like an entirely different team, but I'm sure a couple people went to that team, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. Like, that's the thing that's always like when people are like, for instance, when it comes to like separate games and stuff like that, or like not BDO, I'm talking about. Whenever people say like, oh, well, there's different teams on these projects, it's like, yeah, there's different teams, but there's a lot of members that are, like, shared in between, like, these teams and these game development companies, you know? So, like, there might be, like, fucking Jim. And fucking Jim is, like, the best fucking whatever his job is. Mm-hmm. And so, because he works for this company, he doesn't work for a team in the company, he works for the company. He just gets put on all these different projects, all these different games to go work on this, that, and the other, you know? Right. That's one thing that's always... Sorry, that was a bit of a rant more than complaining about BDO, but I just... I hate when people are like, well, there's different teams. It's like, yeah, but people get shared in between those teams, 1,000%. Yeah. Maybe not everybody. It's not like the the entire team is working on 50 million different projects at a time, but certainly there are people that are shared between different projects, different teams. Right. I'm sure... BDO Mobile got our balancing team. <laughs> you think so? I'm kidding. No, I don't know. Um, they probably got the team that created the Rabam skills because what happened to the rest of them, man? And they have like fr- <laughs> they have fresh new sk- they have fresh new skills in that game, dude. Like they have new. Do they really? Yeah, they have like new skill animations. Like even the uh, some of the original skills look like obviously they don't look nicer nicer because the graphics aren't quite the same you know you're not but like 
the idea of some of the skills look nicer. Like even Sorquins and Tamer. The Tamer has some really cool looking skills in that game. Huh. That's a... actually really interesting. I didn't expect there to be like like skill differences between the games. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is like you have to make it like work with touch, so it's a lot more like just big AOEs. Oh, that's true you know? actually, yeah. It's really it's hard to move your character around. I I actually hate playing games like that to be honest. I like I don't mind the autopilot and fighting PvE, but the game has some PvP to it too and like I just can't control my character on a touch screen. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> It just feels wrong. We are being absolutely demolished in this RBF right now. It's bad. Um, so what do we, what do we, what are we thinking that? What do you think? Let me ask this. What do you think that they're gonna do next? What's their next big project? What's their next big money maker? Um, I think a BDO smart fridge for the kitchen. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I don't Dude, know. <laughs> that's weird. They're putting TVs in the fridges, man. People are getting a little too crazy with this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Like, what? I know they have that other game coming out from... Air? Air, but it, I it's I don't even remember. Is that Cacao or Pearl Abyss? I actually forget No, that's now. Pearl Abyss. Yeah. That's Pearl Abyss. There's that. I mean, stuff like that, but uh, like BDO related, you mean, specifically? Yeah, are they? Are do you think after Shadow Arena they're kind of like, all right, maybe we should stick in our lane? Maybe. I mean, they have like, I do think that they have a strong IP. The game is super. Like people know the game, even people that don't play anymore or haven't played for a long time. Like BDO is, if you go to like any of these YouTube variety talking about MMO things, like MMO news. BDO is always thrown in there, and it's always considered, like, you know, quote-unquote best combat, and, like, it's kind of out there. So, they have yeah, the potential. Well, people, in the, people in the MMO sphere definitely at least know about BDO, even if they don't play the game personally, or even don't like the game. Like, there's so many times where people will talk about, like, MMOs, and they're like, yeah, I used to play BDO, but then I stopped because of this, that, and the other. And it's like, you know, it's always, like, pay to win, or, like, you know, right. just whatever. Like I mean things like that. If you think about pay to win. how much free press they've gotten from like basically relaunching the game. So think about the game first comes out, right? And it's like it has some hype because it has some cool combat, cool PvE or or cool PvP and like all this stuff, and then like it kinda slowly dies, loses some popularity, there's people complaining about pay to win, and then like awakening skills come out. And all these people start coming back to the game. And the skills look super nice. The combat's like, you know, everything just looks pretty. Like all these skills, Wizard Witch and everything just looks really cool. Um, so they kind of get a whole new, like, player base from that. And then it sort of tapers off, starts dying. And then the Steam launch was huge, right? Like the Steam launch was ridiculous. And then comes yeah. like streamers, like Summit 1G, and it's just like a whole new game again. It came out with a new class, bunch of new people were playing. And then they do the whole like CC change thing and the game sort of falls into this like there's not as many people playing it and then it's like just slowly been growing and now you have like the Xbox version which is a whole new set of free advertising and Shadow Arena. It's crazy. Like They've been able to extend the life of the game that probably would have died sooner with some of these moves. If you think yeah. about it. 
Um, I mean, yeah, definitely, like, a lot of things. It, and it's, again, my tinfoil for the longest time is that, like, every time something bad happens or they start losing players, that's when they decide to release new content. So we just need, like, we either need a scandal or we just need to, like, all as a community quit the game and we'll eventually get the uh, <laughs> seek area. We'll get that content. I have a question about this theory. Is this, Does this tinfoil theory only apply to NA and EU? Yeah. Okay. So Korea gets we're the only two regions. We're yeah. the only two regions that they purposefully withhold content for. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Why don't they do it to Korea? Because fuck us. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's been really strange. Like, I, I still think it's absolutely laughable how they were talking about a global build. Oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have a global BDO build. Everything's gonna be the same. And then basically the only thing that they made the same was they made our game more pay to win. With the costume, like, registration Hold. changes. That's not fair. They had a global Shadow Arena build. <laughs> they had a global <laughs> Shadow Arena build. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It was just really laughable. Global build. We're gonna... Everybody's gonna be on the same page. It's gonna be a global build. In the cash shop. Not in the actual game. Actual game's still gonna be separated as all fucking get out. But the cash shop, man. Global build. <laughs> Are you going to Garmoth right now? Uh, I should be, but Stunt I'm currently attempt. in RBF, and I just got a lot of points, so I'm now going to go hide in here and heal real quick. But yeah, like, I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, as much as I appreciate this game, and I appreciate this company for creating this game, like, there's so many, just so much shit wrong, and I'm just like, ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly feel like... I mean, I know people are glad that they released BDO Mobile. Because, you know, the Chinese absolutely love games where you just spend lots of money. And uh, I know people are glad that they released BDO Xbox. Because you know, people who aren't as good at video games can now feel like they can play too. Um, Whoa! But I, I, I really I really feel like... I, I just... Whoa. I don't know. Tim Allen has a home now, dude. You leave him alone. <laughs> I love Tim Allen, but he made uh he made he made his move to the inferior inferior gaming uh experience. What can I say? But apparently he's starting a podcast over there, you know? Did you know that? Oh yeah? Is the Siege podcast? Yeah, he said he's gonna do a Siege podcast on Xbox. Should we be talking about that? Should we be doing news on like other competing no, franchises? Shit. We Can we not. call them that? Absolutely Dude, not. What, is it not a big deal in the community that Zethian's now the podcast host for the NA Siege podcast? If you pay attention to the NA Siege podcast, yeah, it's a very big deal. I don't think a lot of people do that, though. Hey, I'm in there every week listening to my guild try to start fights between other guilds. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, it's my favorite. Is Black Rose is Black Rose the ones pulling the strings behind the corrupt v versatile fight that's been going on for two no, weeks? No, 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 no. That's Spartans pulling those strings, dude. Did, did Black Rose <laughs> pay Spartan to no. come and drop on our node? No, 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 no. That's Spartans <laughs> doing that. Black Rose is just you can hear their little snide in instigation remarks. Like <laughs> yesterday, Vicious is like, 
Uh, he's like, I was dying laughing when he said it too. He's like, he's like, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of curious what's going on in Calfion because I, I think a lot of people uh, thought Haste was going to crush Versadov. It looks like Haste just wasn't strong enough, were they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then what did what did Zethian say? Or not Zethian? Uh, who was it? Uh, Biko. He, he said like, uh, Haste ain't shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I was just dying. I was like, oh my god, they're trying to start drama. That's so funny. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's some good stuff going on, though. So, alright, here's here's a fun one. I don't know, have we done have we done uh, our personal siege ranking on the podcast before? Our personal siege ranking? Yeah, where do you rank, where do you rank the top, uh, let's, <laughs> let's say... You're I, trying to get me in trouble. I'm trying That's to get you in trouble. What, what are your top... I, I don't want to say... Now you're, being, you're being the Black Rose member All trying right. to start drama Here's, between guilds right now. I just right want to know what guilds you think are trash. So... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're top... I feel Every, like... <laughs> everyone that's not Black Rose, Show Nation, or Snake is trash. There you go. I did it for you. Oh, Barcode, you hear that? <laughs> Barcode Versatile wants to fight you on Calpheon next week, dude. Dude, Mina was telling me Mina was telling me that Barcode is as strong as Cho now, but I just don't know if I believe that. I, I'd have to see it to believe it. I, I don't know if I'm ready to just like accept that as a fact. I still feel like they're not like you have Snake and Black Rose and Cho Nation, the big three, and then why did I come out running into three super high geared, super high point people? I'm not thinking. Because you're talking um, about Barcode, you're getting hyped, dude. You have Snake, Black Rose, and Show Nation at the top, and those three are like kind of interchangeable. Maybe Black Rose is a little Black Rose and Snake are a little bit above Show Nation, probably, but like Show Nation is not far behind by any stretch of the mile. And then you have Barcode, like slightly below all those three. And then after that, you got Vexus and Haste. Uh, I feel like Vexus is probably stronger. Than haste, but I I could be swayed either way on that. Honestly, I think most people consider Vexus stronger than haste, even if only slightly. Um, and then I, I literally just wrote this out in like officer chat like yesterday or something, because they were talking about it. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know the last three. Do, 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 do. Who, where would? Oh wait, yes. Okay, I... here we go. Okay. So uh. I put Vexus at number 5, Haste at number 6, Man Up at number 7, Bassicore at number 8. Is this an enemy? I hate people that wear gillies in fucking RBF. It's so infuriating. Don't come in here! I'm trying to read text right now! I'm just gonna S-block in the corner. Um, Bassicore at number 8. I'm... This is where people are gonna get mad at me. Okay. I put us at number 9. Okay. I put Versatile at number 9. Um... At number 10, and this is this has a little star next to it, at number 10, I put Kaokai, star, when full with mercs, <laughs> and then actual number 10, because that's like a star number 10, actual number 10 is he he XD. Okay. But I have to put them at number 11, because 10 is occupied by Kaokai when they have mercs. Uh, and then corrupt would be 12. Um, Dang, your list goes on. Are you going all the way to 100? No, I'm just listing all the siege skills that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, so Tenacious Corrupt is would be there. number 12, and Tenacious would be, I'm dying. Please don't let me die, I have a lot of points. Please don't let me die, I have a lot of points. 
That's a horrible ranking to give Tenacious. <laughs> You're saying every time Tenacious plays, they're just praying to God they don't die? Um, I just don't think they're strong as corrupt. Right. All right. So I, I feel like that's a very hard argument to make, honestly. I I think I agree um, with your list mostly, but I would I would say definitively. And keep in mind, everyone, these are opinions. Do not get mad. But if you want to get mad, I enjoy that. It's kind of funny too. So I think that definitively Vexus is stronger than Haste. Um, the barcode Cho thing. I think right now Cho's a little bit stronger, especially because a few Vertex members went to them, and I think that's gonna give them a boost um and i can't say definitively that black rose is stronger than cho straight up just because since i've been in the guild we haven't fought and again they they got new members so if they kicked out 20 weak cho members for 20 strong vertex members uh that'll make a difference in a siege you know oh um, yeah for sure so i would say snake easily at the top Barcode, uh, semi-close second. Interchangeable, maybe with Cho. They need to fight to see. No, Black Rose, you mean. What did I say? Oh, I said Barcode. Sorry. Black Rose, yeah. (laughs) Black Rose, uh, close second. Interchangeable with Cho. But they need to fight. So for now, I'll put Black Rose. But we'll see. And then, I do think Barcode's strong as shit, dude. They're so strong. I don't know. Like people, late- I mean, they're a defin. In my mind, they're a definitive number four. Like you can't argue any other way, right? Like but if they I fought- just don't think. I don't think they have. I don't think they have a shot at number three right now. I just don't. Yeah. Like if if Barcode fought Vexus though, that would be one sided, right? Vexus would probably get ran over. Yeah. I I I firmly believe that. I think Cho can run over Barcode, and Barcode can run over Vexus. <laughs> right. So our list changes a little bit after this, though. So I'd go Vexus after Barcode and then Haste. And then from there, I think I would go Bassy Core, Mana, Versatile, and then the rest. So you think Bassy Core is stronger than Mana? I think Bassy Core is stronger than Mana, especially like today. Maybe not four weeks ago. But I think today Bassy Core is stronger than Man Up. I would love to see them 1v1. They're probably close. And even it, it might not even be like they're far enough apart where one of them wins. It might just be a stalemate, but I think so. I don't know. Hmm. I think Man Up has individual members that are like ridiculously good. But I think as a whole, yeah. Bassy Core might be stronger. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They've been 2v2ing yeah, I, a lot. I, I mean. You said corrupt is weaker than tenacious. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just trying to start that drama, dude. Sorry. I know you're trying to get me in trouble. No, um, I would actually like. I would be super interested to see us fight uh Kaokai because I'm not convinced that Kaokai full filled with like fucking mercs is uh weaker or stronger than us right now. And I would actually like to see that fight to really make a judgment on that. But we're in all their mercs. You always have to say you always have to say with mercs when it comes to Kaokai though, which is really frustrating because it basically means they're really strong when taking a region, and then they're really fucking weak when defending a region. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Kaokai is like the um the f- it's siege. It's what everyone hates about siege politics. I feel like is what they represent. <laughs> yeah, sixty-seven Six. members. Like, 
How are 67 members going to defend any region? <laughs> yeah. It's just not possible. I don't know. I don't know. Man, there's some fights I, that... I feel like I feel like Tenacious would have a good shot against Kaokai if Kaokai had no mercs. Yeah. See, I, I wish more people would organize fights. Like, closer fights. I, I liked the 2v2 last week. The versatile Ancho versus Vexus and Haste. That was fun. Um, the 2v2 with Vertex and Cho against Black Rose and Barcode was cool. Like, I want to see more of that. Like, these good matchups. You didn't like this weekend's? I mean, this weekend's was different, right? Because, um, like, Cho is just so much stronger than the next three that it makes it really hard when there's no castle defense. So it was a lot more one-sided. Mm, I mean, yeah, that's true, but, like, I don't know. I mean, Also, like, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, and, like, you can even ask Jeff. Like, he said the same thing. Whoops. He said the same thing. Like, we, like, versatile... We played, like, dog shit last weekend. Like, the Siege last weekend. Yeah. We were, like, fucking useless, like, that entire time. And this weekend, we actually, like, we performed, like, really well, honestly. Was it the Siege were... jitters, or what? I don't know. It might have been. It might have been just, like, our first Siege, and people were, like, super nervous. Like, I don't know. I, I honestly can't say exactly what it is, but, like, definitively... I can say, like, we performed a lot better this weekend than we did last weekend, honestly. We yeah. did way better. We had a couple we had a couple wipes on, like, Haste and Vexus that were really good. Um, and by a couple, I mean, like, literally, like, a couple. Like, one or two. <laughs> the rest were us getting wiped and taking, like, 60 to 70% of them with us. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. It was we performed really well this weekend. It was actually really nice. We we did really well for ourselves, but I mean that's the only the thing is is like that's the way you have to set up those teams. There's no other way to set up those teams, right? Cuz you have to put Cho, who's the strongest, with us, who's the weakest out of those four. And then you have to put the two middle together, Vexus right. and Haste, and that's the only way to make it semi-balanced. Right, right. Yeah. Um yeah, it was a cool fight. I I want to see more like that. I want to. I would love to see Barcode 1v1 Cho. Ah, uh, that'd be so good, dude. I think that'd be I, such a awesome I really fight. feel like Barcode would get fucking destroyed. Think, I don't I just Yeah, you think it'd be a run over or you think it'd be close? Especially after the collapse of Vertex and if as many people went to Vertex as people or Vertex as many Vertex members went to Cho as kind of people have been saying like Yeah. I don't know. I just don't see that going. I mean, Vertex was like the number two guild, you know. So if yeah. like even a quarter of their members all went into one singular other top four at the time guild, that is just gonna fucking power boost the shit out of those motherfuckers. <laughs> Sometimes your inner Bruce Willis comes out. <laughs> Bruce Willis? <laughs> yeah, dude. Am I dating myself here? Bruce Willis. He might be. When he used to be a tough guy, you know? Pulp Fiction. Bruce I know who Bruce Willis is, but I don't know what you're referencing exactly. Bruce Willis. Is that... Just him as a man, dude. Just, just apparently I say things like he says. The character that he played in literally everything he's ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> tough guy Bruce has always got a toothpick in his mouth, you know? What the fuck? <laughs> 
Uh, uh, well, anyway, on that note, we should probably uh, cut it here. You got to get ready for war soon, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less than an hour before war. Got to get ready for that. We've already gotten ourselves into enough trouble. I'm sure this is probably going to be... Like, people are going to be adding me about this fucking list now. Probably Corrupt is going to come re-at me in the fucking Siege Podcast Discord. Yeah. They're going to be like, Uh, you rate yourself higher than us and you can't beat us in a 1v1 unless you have Spartan there? <laughs> like, I don't think shit. they were going to be mad until that. It's just a fucking broken record at this point. It's like, oh my <laughs> god, get over it. <laughs> right. Just to recap, Versatile carried Cho in the Siege. Definitely not. And Vexus <laughs> and Hayes got clapped anytime Versatile wasn't being too. No, no, you, you have to say you have to say what B Kill said. What? That's the meme now. You you say Hayes ain't shit. Oh god. <laughs> In fairness, they had a basketball game yesterday. All right, they so had the basketball game. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, if you listen to the show and you like the show, guys, please spread the word. Let's get more people listening. Let's get more people in the YouTube comments. Um, even if you don't consume the podcast via YouTube, uh, drop a comment on there because we read the questions on there um, on the show generally. Almost, like every single one, right, Rez? We, we don't really skip any if it's there. Yeah, Unless I was it's... gonna TLDR that last comment because it was super long, yeah. but it was so detailed and he was asking so much. I was like, "Fuck, how do I? I don't think I can TLDR this." So I just ended up reading the whole fucking thing. Yeah, it was nice. Try to keep it somewhat quaint, but we we appreciate the podcast or the the comments. So keep them coming. Spread the word. Get more people listening and all that. Um, I'll I'll try to have a Reddit post up this time. I don't want to do it too often, you know get reslar banned save again. it save it for save it for get me banned <laughs> i i feel like if i put one up you're gonna get your twitch account's gonna get banned like all sorts of shit's gonna happen dude i might get added by a mod like last time you're, that yeah. post you made and i didn't have anything to do with it i wasn't in the comments i i was i had nothing to do with it and i still got added yeah i was like oh my god leave me alone <laughs> anyway. it wasn't even my idea um if you haven't joined the discord join it there's a lot of really cool people in there cool discussion people ask questions about gear where to grind all they theory craft all sorts of cool stuff in there so uh the discord's actually the discord's actually been a lot cooler than i was expecting to be honest i didn't know what to expect going in when when you came up with that idea but i it's cool in there there's a lot of cool people yeah we just need more people um there's always like so it, the Discord does this weird thing where it'll, like, it'll go dead for, like, one day, and then it'll be, like, super interesting discussion the next day, mm -hmm. and then it'll be dead again for one day, and then it'll be really interesting discussion. It's like, we just need more people, because there's only so many people, like, hanging out there and, and talking about stuff, so join the Discord, yeah. hang out, be a part of the discussion. Yeah. Um, and I'll once we get, I, I keep saying, once we get more people in there, we'll start doing, like, a community night where we all just hang out in voice and talk to each other but i want more people in there before we do that because i don't want to say community night and then it's just like me frosty and fucking itex complaining about Valk. i'm kidding itex i love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's also it's a good place to get reslar and me to answer questions that aren't as good for the show like technical stuff and you know about interviewees and stuff people ask cool stuff there um and i like to drop memes like i'm gonna try to drop more stuff in there of me um Killing people and them either raging or saying nice things about me. You know? <laughs> Those are always cool. Those are always cool indeed. 
But anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast, guys. Make sure you uh, leave a like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff if you're on the YouTube video. If you're watching via your podcasting app, we appreciate you uh, doing that because that takes a little bit of work on your part, unless you're using the CastBox app, in which case that's still just me. Um, make sure you share the podcast with everybody. I think more people enjoy podcast listening to a podcast while they're grinding than they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people get a little too, like, they get bored of, like, watching, like, movies or, like, videos and stuff. And sometimes it's interesting to just listen to people talk about the, the game that you enjoy playing, you know? Even if you sometimes disagree with them, I feel like we come off as, uh, generally pretty pretty agreeable um but either way thanks a lot for watching and uh yeah we'll catch you next week guys see you then